Welcome to the broadcast today. Let me invite you, dear listener, to grab your Bible. We have been progressing through the book of Galatians, and we are getting very close to finishing the fourth chapter in our study of the epistle to the churches of Galatia. Today, we're going to take a look back at the good old days. I hope there are some days of yesteryear that you remember with fondness. And that's where we are going to spend some of our time as we look at Galatians chapter number 4, verses 28 and 29. As you do that, as you grab your Bible, let me introduce you to one of our most famous tracts. One of the tracts that could be the most impactful tract that our ministry has ever put out. It's called the new birth. That phrase, the new birth, that might pique your interest just a little bit, and you may be curious what the new birth is and what the new birth is not. Well, I can tell you very clearly, friend, the Bible tells us the new birth is not about religion. Nicodemus, a man who we studied a few months ago on this program, was a Pharisee, a very strict religious man. He, Of course, he celebrated the Jewish Passover, paid tithes, he said prayers and brought sacrifices, tried to keep the law, and yet to him, Jesus Christ said to his face, ye must be born again. He told Nicodemus that he needed a new birth. The new birth is not morality. It's not reformation. It is, though, a mystery. It's not something that can be explained. It is a work of God by which a poor, lost, guilty, hell-deserving sinner who receives the Lord Jesus Christ receives a new nature and becomes a child of God. This track, The New Birth, we have seen hundreds, actually thousands of people come to know Christ as Savior as a result of this little gospel track, and I'd love to send some to you completely free of charge. It is a great, detailed dive into the work of the gospel. This track lays out very clearly how you can know that you have that new birth. We'd love to send you some at the conclusion of our program. The announcer will come on and tell you how you can contact us. We would love to send this track to you completely free of charge. When I say free, I mean free. We don't even charge for shipping. If you'd like one of them to read, if you'd like 10, maybe you'd like to pass them out to some friends. If you'd like 1,000 of them, we'll send them to you completely free of charge. I'd like to take these next few moments and thank our supporters for the fact that they allow us to continue to do God's will for our lives and ministries. Without people like you, our listeners, and the faithful financial supporters of Bible Tracks Incorporated, we could never supply tracks like The New Birth completely free. How do we survive? How do we actually thrive in this era of financial uncertainty and economies going up and down? How do we continue our 80-plus year commitment to this singular phrase, the Word of God to all the world? How does that happen? Well, it happens because people just like you decide to partner with us. Our goal is to see as many people saved during our time here on earth as possible. If the Lord tarries, I'll pass on the directorship of Bible Tracks Incorporated to another man sometime in the future. But until then, my goal, my personal desire, is our ministry desire to see people trust Christ and receive that 
new birth. The only way we are able to accomplish that goal is because people like you distribute our tracks and also because amazing Christians just like you give to make that possible. If you'd be curious about our ministry and you'd like to hear more about what we do and how we do it, you can visit our website, BibleTracksInc.org. You will notice there on the website the opportunity to donate to our ministry, or if you are interested and you'd like to give right now, you can do this. You can text this number, 22525, and just send these three letters as a text message, B-T-I. Of course, that stands for Bible Tracks Incorporated. Again, the number that you will text those three letters to is 22525. Five. Again, those three letters, our acronym, our initials, B-T-I. And you'll get instructions on how to give to our ministry right now. And we will thank you so much for the opportunity to print, produce, and distribute more tracks completely free for Christians just like you. Now let's turn our attention to our Bible study for the last few moments of this broadcast. We are planning on concluding Galatians chapter 4 by the conclusion of this week. And so I'd ask you to turn your attention there. Galatians chapter number 4. And we'll begin reading in verse number 28 in just a moment. Before we do that, I'd like to, with this Bible study, to go back to our roots for a moment. Go back to your roots and reflect on the good old days. The topic of that Bible study will be focused around that idea of the good old days and the idea of family. We'll explain more in just a moment. Sometimes it is good to remember the way things used to be. Of course, we are told if we forget history, we are bound to repeat it. And there are some tests from history. I don't want us as a people, as a human race, or even personally to have to repeat. But with that thought in mind, I'd like to ask you a question. What's your favorite memory from your childhood? What's the favorite memory of your younger years? I'll give you a moment to mull that over and meditate upon that. Maybe even now you're thinking of a time with uh, maybe it involved family. Maybe it was friends. Maybe it was at school. Maybe it was a sporting event of some kind. But think about what was the favorite memory of childhood? I'll tell you one of mine. This may sound odd, but it's the story of the Autobahn. This is a small thing, but for a young man whose father grew up in and around auto racing, around the NASCAR and stock car and dirt track racing scene, it was something that kind of permeated my blood. I enjoyed going fast. My father was stationed in with the United States military, the United States Army, in Germany for four years. And if you know anything about Germany, you may be interested to know that the Autobahns, many of them, especially out in the countryside, have no speed limit. Of course, BMWs are a result, for the most part, of German engineering. And my father, of course, there are a dime a dozen over there as well. My father purchased one, a large sedan. And I had the experience of going the equivalent, of course, in kilometers, but going the equivalent of 160 miles an hour with my father behind the wheel as I sat there enjoying every moment. Now you say, that's reckless, that's foolish. Well, 
it was a thrill and it's stuck with me to this day. I've never had the opportunity myself to drive that fast and I probably never will. And with two young children at home, it probably is not wise for me to even consider that. And honestly, I'm not. I just enjoyed it. Just that experience. It reminds me of the good old days. Why did I choose this moment to tell you that story? Because I'd like you for a moment or two to mull over and to recollect the nostalgia of yesteryear, the good old days. Let's keep that thought in the back of our mind and turn to Galatians chapter 4 and verse number 28 and 29. Let's look there if we would. Galatians 4, 28. Now we, brethren, we're going to focus on that word in just a moment, as Isaac was, are the children of promise. But as then, he that was born after the flesh persecuted him that was born after the spirit, even so it is now. Now, where does that concept of the good old days come to application in this verse here? Before we get there, I'd like to point out that particular word, brethren. What an amazing thought that we have the privilege of being brethren together. It's absolutely a blessing that we have the ability to have a familial relationship with other Christians. I'd like you to think about from Paul's perspective, he mentions and brings the focus to this relationship that he has with the Galatians by using this word brethren. He calls them his brethren. Let me ask you this. What would you do for your brethren, whether they be blood or just the closest friends you have in the world? Are you willing to speak truth to your brethren at risk of offending them? Paul was. He called these Galatians. Remember, if you've been a part of our study for any length of time, he has been very bold, very brash, very confrontational, you can say, to these Galatians, but he's doing it because he loves them, and yet he still calls them brethren. His goal is not to break a relationship with them and to, in some words, divorce them. No, no. His goal is to bring them back to a better understanding of truth, of God's word. The conclusion that we can draw from this is that Paul truly, very much so, loved his family in Christ, the Galatians. He wanted them to succeed, but he also understood that truth cannot supersede his relationship. We then continue on into verse number 29. The scripture says, but as then he that was born after the flesh, that's speaking of Ishmael. And if you'd like a little more context on this topic here, you can go back and listen to previous lessons where we talked about Abraham and Ishmael and Isaac. But it goes on to say, but as then he that was born after the flesh persecuted him, meaning Isaac, that was born after the spirit, even so it is now. Here's the thought. We've been reminiscing about the good old days for these last few moments. But what happens when the good old days weren't so good? I believe we should be very careful to remember the blessings of the past, remember the good times of the past, but we also should be very cognizant of and take lessons from history and what it has taught us and be careful not to repeat the same mistakes of the past. What is Paul trying to teach these Galatians from the quote-unquote good old days? 
he's trying to bring to their remembrance the fact that Abraham made a mistake. He fathered a child by Hagar, the handmaid of Sarah. And that resulted, that union that was not God-ordained, resulted in Ishmael. The Ishmaelites and the now Muslims have been at war with and have been confrontational with those of the promised line of Abraham, the Jewish people, the Israelites, those from Isaac's seed throughout all of time, and this will only continue. What is Paul trying to teach these folks, these precious Galatians? He's trying to remind them that the battle that they're facing now against the flesh, against the law, is not something new. It's been going on since the good old days. We are going to conclude our study here. Pick it up tomorrow. Join us if you would. Have a great day for His glory. God bless. Thank you for joining us today for Bible Tract Echoes, a ministry of Bible Tracks Incorporated. If you would like to receive a free sample packet of all of our tracks, you can contact us by calling 309 828 6888. That's 309-828-6888. Our mailing address is P.O. Box 188, Bloomington, Illinois, 61702. A faster way to contact us is to go to our website at BibleTracksInc.org. That's BibleTracksInc.org. There you will find more information about our ministry and details on how you can support Bible Tracks Incorporated. Thanks for listening, and may the Lord richly bless you as you serve Him.